Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt continues now. This is the broadcast for November 14th. In the year of our Lord, 2023, this is our two of two. The goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country. To do so on your radio, we use the checks and balances in the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America, as our guide. We reject revolution, unless, of course, it's the Jesus revolution. We actually stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. And you know, the world's been blowing up as more and more people do not trust the media. And as more and more people believe that the Republicans and Democrats are just an absolute uniparty sham. That's really the bottom line. And people are so sick of it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, And it was really kind of underground because all of us would speak out about it. But they just said, oh, you guys are nobodies. And and, and they mocked us and laughed at us. But you know what? (laughs) Ron Paul got on the campaign stage decades ago now. And said, you know what, guys, we got to really have accountability for this. The foreign wars are bogus. Get out of them. We got to, we got to, we got to. And everybody laughed at Ron. And then Ron proved to Glenn Beck that he was right about needing to shut down the IRS. And Glenn finally agreed. Uh, and then, you know, all kinds of people tried to attack Ron Paul and lost the debates and the discussions. Well, that's gone on. And then you had Donald Trump blow up the media. Well, alongside, I've been telling people about this as long as anybody, long as both of them. Um, not, I guess not counting Ron Paul. He's been alive longer than I have. But all I'm telling you is I've been giving presentations. He who owns the media makes the rules. The new media takes center stage, highlighting that even Rush Limbaugh was a water boy for the Republican Party. Anyway, the bottom line is our founding fathers warned us against parties, said it would be the destruction of America. Well, now you see a bold man on the campaign stage that really, in my opinion, encapsulates this right on the debate stage. This is coming to a head, and there's no denying it, ladies and gentlemen. Here's Vivek Ramaswamy to make the point. Uh, Mr. Ramaswamy, let me turn to you. Uh, Please make your case. Why would you, uh, why should you be the nominee and not the former president? I think there's something deeper going on in the Republican Party here, and I am upset about what happened last night. We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. We have a cancer in the Republican establishment. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronna McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020, 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Ron, if you want to come on stage tonight, you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will turn over my yield my time to you and frankly look the people there cheering for losing in the republican party think about who's moderating this debate this should be tucker carlson joe rogan and elon musk we'd have 10 times the viewership asking questions that gop primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party you think the democrats and we've got christian welker here you think the democrats would actually hire greg gutfeld to host a democratic debate they wouldn't do it. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Christian, I'm going to use this time because this is actually about you in the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. Mr. Ross, this is how we get our country back. We need accountability. 
liability because this media rigged the 2016 election. They rigged the 2020 election with the Hunter Biden laptop story. Mr. Ramaswamy, and they're going to rig this election. Your time is up. Let me turn to Governor, Governor Christie. Why you? They just, ladies and gentlemen, they just can't take it. They don't know what to do with this on stage. Ladies and gentlemen, I commend Vivek for his bold speak out. He's right. I wouldn't have Elon Musk and the people he said in charge of the debate, but his point is well taken. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest today, Christina Tobin, she's founder and chair of the Free and Equal Elections Foundation. Uh, She's in a independent status for political parties, so she doesn't have an axe to grind anywhere except for the truth. Freeandequal.org to learn more about what they're doing. It's incredible. Christina, welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live. It's been forever. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thanks again for all that you guys do putting the truth out there, you gentlemen. All right. You guys rolled out this incredible thing saying, hey, you know know what? We're going (laughs) to – it's already been in the works, so you're not going to take up Vivek Ramaswamy on this, except for he points to something that we've already been working on. I say we because you and we the people have already been working on this. Your leadership has already put something in place, right? Uh, Yes. I founded Free and Equal Elections. Uh, 15 years ago, and we've been hosting presidential debates for 15 years. So I, I, I agree with Vivek. We need and we will have open, independent presidential debates. I, I, I would find it surprising if they invite him back to the debate again for the RNC. And we are uh, launching or having a presidential debate this winter. Uh, though we don't have Rogan yet, uh, Elon or anybody Vivek mentioned, we have confirmed Jimmy Dore as one of our co-moderators, that is, for Free Nichols presidential debates this winter. Now, let's talk about Jimmy Dore a little bit, because people need to understand, we don't need, say, Elon Musk or some of these people. Jimmy will do just fine. Give people kind of a little uh, brief on and who the moderator would be. Oh, sure. Well, I uh, have moderated in 2012. Larry King moderated Free Nichols presidential debate. I co-moderated with him, with him, that is, in 2016. I co-moderated with Mr. Ed Asner, and then in 2020, during a lockdown year, I moderated three live presidential debates. So I'm honored to be co-moderating this presidential debate with Jimmy Dore. He's a hard-hitting, you know, comedian, hard-hitting questions. Nobody, he's not beholden to any money. He really holds all candidates. It doesn't matter whether it's Jill Stein, Cornell West, Robert F. Kennedy, to the truth. He holds them to their word. He asks hard-hitting questions. This is what the people want. And all these candidates have asked for a debate and many more, Trump and so on. And this is not our first rodeo. We've been doing this for 15 years, and I'm excited. We've landed a venue, a 360 immersive XR Studios in Los Angeles. Uh, it's just the best venue I could have ever imagined. Uh, we're locking in the date right now for Los Angeles. It looks like February. And the exciting part on top of that is it's going to be the people who are going to vote in the top six candidates. So we have a blockchain voting app we're building that's going to launch in January. I'd love to speak more about as well. We'll do it. Um, So think about this, ladies and gentlemen. Rather than their bureaucrats putting together their ways to lock everybody out of the debates, why is RFKJR not in the debates, for example? He's polling at like 25%. He blows away everybody but Trump, including Haley and Ramaswamy, for that matter. Okay, but he's not in the debates because he's not a, quote, Republican. He tried to be on the Democratic ticket, and they literally committed vote fraud and wouldn't let him get any, gain any ground. So he went independent, and look what's happened. This proves the point. They're committing election fraud at every turn, Kristen. 
Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, a lot of electoral flaws. Uh, ballot access is an independent. It takes over 938,000 signatures to get on the ballot as an independent. I would know that because in 2008, I got Ralph Nader, independent on the ballot. I served as his national ballot access coordinator, got him on the ballot in 45 states plus D.C. So there is interest in the Kennedy campaign hiring me to get him on the ballot. It would be an honor uh, to be a part of a drive of that caliber as well as I would do ballot drives for many different independent candidates and individuals across the spectrum, as I have in my 25 years in ballot access, having gathered and coordinated millions of signatures. So uh, there's other flaws from gerrymandering to we have the worst voting method you can imagine, of course, singular vote. Why do we have that? Because it feeds into the fear, you know, the uh, vote for the lesser of two evils will really shame on the Democratic and Republican people in office, candidates in office that implement the worst types of voting reforms, not even, it's just not even reform. To have singular vote is the worst type of voting method we could possibly have. And that blockchain uh, voting app that we're implementing into our debates will incorporate ranked choice voting. I'm a supporter of all different alternative voting methods across the board, ranked choice voting, approval voting, score voting, star voting, anything but what we have. And there's other flaws as well. We can go to the electoral college and really break into the closed presidential debates, the corrupt mainstream media controlled by, what, six, seven entities now, and Hollywood, music industry. We have a lot of uh, transparency on the horizon, and it's, it's going to take a truly an independent movement bigger than any one person, bigger than Kennedy, bigger than the 150 candidates combined running for president. And that's where free and equal elections where we're at the forefront of sparking in this coming year and decades to come. Sheriff Mack? Now, Christina, did you just say how many candidates are running for president? She told you right. Yeah, say it again. Over, 100, over 150. It might be 200 now, but over 150 candidates. <laughs> yeah, you might, you might even be running sheriff without knowing it, just so you know. People can, like, vote. But without knowing it, they can donate to campaigns without knowing it. You might even be running without knowing it, sir. Well, I was going to announce that, <laughs> no, I am not running. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, um, it's... Go ahead, Christine. No, it's admirable. These people care about our country. There's so many people beyond the two parties, and I agree. It's, it's myth of voter choice and a two-party tyranny. Um, I see beyond party lines. I'm an independent. I've never been a believer in political parties. Well, since 2010, I broke away from uh, third parties. I see whether you're running libertarian, green, constitution, Democrat, Republican, and so on. Uh, I see them all as individuals. And on the blockchain ledger, uh, that's going to transform elections and bring about political transparency. We're going to be able to see which candidates are real, which ones aren't, which ones are running for the people, we the people, or beholden to corporate interests, special interests, which is pretty much most Democrats and Republicans in Congress right now, and, and on all, all levels across the United States of office. Sheriff? Well, it's, it's a, an amazing job that she's done over the years. In fact, she's had me at some of the debates uh, a time or two, uh, and I've been around the country with uh, Christina. Uh, and she's really been dedicated to this, and uh, really, quite go honestly, skip the break. she's Continue, ahead of the Sheriff. curve. Yeah, go ahead. She, 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 no, no, we're not going? We're not breaking? No, nope, I skipped it for you. Oh, you skipped it. Okay, cool, cool. But she's, uh, Christina was ahead of the curve on this, and that is Amen. Uh, it's trying to make sure that our elections are clean and, and integrous. 
you know, this isn't anything really, it's not anything really new. Uh, it's just come to the forefront because uh, a, a few candidates have said, well, uh, there were some irregularities. Oh, you're an election denier. Wow, well, you crazy. You know, how, how dare you question any election in this country? And uh, I don't know, Christina, did you ever hear about the two moms in Utah that were just trying to find out what happened with the election? Not offhand. Yeah, uh, Sam and I know him very well, and we've had him on before. Uh, and it's just, just absolutely amazing that it, they, the state of Utah or these counties that they were asking in like three counties, we want to just verify the vote, verify the numbers. And they called the FBI on them. They sick the FBI on these two mothers in uh, Utah just for asking questions about the election results. That's it. And and so, you know, me in law enforcement, I, I've always maintained if somebody acts like they have something to hide, it's usually because they do. And and so here the, the state of Utah didn't want to even give the numbers to a couple of Utah citizens and and uh, instead uh, sent the FBI after him to harass him and, and uh, interrogate him and so forth. Uh, but are are you finding more and more problems like this, or has this always been the same? Has it always been bad? Well, I was looking it up. It looks like Jen Orton and Sophie Anderson out in Utah. So thanks for bringing yeah. that to my attention. And, yeah, definitely. Yeah, they, they do a phenomenal job. Yeah, electoral uh, flaws, fraud is, is definitely the case. I've, I've hosted, or that is Free and Equal Elections, my nonprofit hosted electoral reform symposiums for decades. So we've had from comptrollers to members of Secretary of State to legal women voters, the people who actually handle the voter machines have told me they see votes just disappear. They don't trust the machines. These are neutral people in office, the D's, R's, whatever it may be. It does not matter. That actually, you know, care about the fact that these voting machines are flawed. So when you look at the money, you follow the money, the people, Dominion, and so on. Um, it goes to Soros, which goes to the powers that be, and it cannot be trusted. So fortunately, these things can be changed, uh, but we need to and will elect the people in office. Uh, that are not beholden to big money, Democrats and Republicans alike. I see a, a lot of candidates, uh, independent, these are third parties, especially independent candidates running in the years and decades to come. And all we need to do is first replace a couple hundred, you know, majority of Congress, you know, in 2026. Amen which is something that. that we're we're gearing up to do. This presidential debate this winter, it's a kickoff for a series of presidential debates we're going to be holding throughout 2024. Now, one of the interesting things, one of the interesting things about your debates, too, though, is you don't have all kinds of bogus things like I promise that I will support the uh, good old boy network graduated. It's your turn candidate, regardless if I know there's election fraud or not. And you guys don't have all those weird kind of promises to be part of the debate, right? I mean, if we uh, Jimmy Dore would have nothing to do with our debate if we did. So, I mean, he is accountable, hard-hitting questions, and uh, we're open to bring in another moderator. We put a call out. Uh, we interviewed on Russell Brand the other day, Jimmy Dore and I, uh, asking Joe Rogan to join us as a third co-moderator. So Rumble is confirmed to broadcast the debate. And for your listeners, you can go to free and equal 
freeandequal.org, our website, and you can register today to get details for the voting app that's kicking off in January to vote for the candidate of your choice. Uh, through Ranked Choice Voting, you can also submit a question that we'll consider uh, for asking during our presidential debate series. Christina, I want to be a moderator again. Well, Get me involved. For, again? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you had me do one before. Well, presidential I think, debate, I think it was in Las I'm Vegas. Not, yeah, I would say uh, on a panel discussion, uh, I did a constitutional course class with you and Michael Badnarik, uh, the late and great Badnarik. I learned a lot about the Constitution from both of you. And uh, so, but as far as our presidential debates, we're, we're definitely, we've got a, a tier of uh, moderators on the roster, but I do recall yeah, we, uh, that you We understand, but, to... but to also add to this, though, you do a bunch of debates, not just the presidential debates. Let's be very clear, and there's a lot of opportunity uh, as time goes on as you do more and more and more debates, right? Yeah, I think the moderator role is going to open up as we break out the series, and then the op will enable us to do debates on local, statewide levels. So we have done congressional, Senate debates. And I could see a lot of opportunities for moderators as we build yeah, out. Let me tell you the debate that uh, needs to happen in Utah. Mitt Romney's going away. We need a debate to find out who can replace this clown carpetbagger uh, from supposedly Massachusetts or wherever he came from. Uh, this guy is a disaster for Utah. And we really need a debate because he's being replaced coming up. That's a Senate debate uh, for the ages. Well, definitely on our way there, um, you know, as we build out the presidential debate series uh, throughout 2024, we're going to roll right into 2025 into the United We Stand Tour. And Richard Mack, Sheriff Mack here is familiar with United We Stand Tour because I, I do plan to reach out and implement a lot of constitutional sheriffs throughout that tour and take you up on that offer, uh, Richard. Uh, but in any case, uh, yeah, definitely there's been discussions of breaking out a lot of, uh, of those debates through the blockchain app. Uh, that we're going to be kicking off this January. All right. How did you pick six candidates and why the number six? I'm just curious. Well, uh, for a two hour debate, that's typically the time frame you want to keep a debate at with, with, five, with six candidates. And that allows five questions. So I really wanted to get at least five questions. We use the cumulative format, which is the use, which was created by the League of Women Voters in the uh, early 60s, who originally created the presidential debates, but it was stolen from them by the Commission on Presidential Debates in the late 70s, uh, which the League of Women Voters stated. So what we've, what we've done is we've, we've taken all the incredible... Um, historical value of debates. We've got rid of all the clown show stuff they've put in place to promote certain candidates above others. And we've simply put together almost a Robert's Rules reality of debates in a sense to say, hey, here's what works, here's what doesn't, here's why, here's what gives people a fair stab at it, here's how the American people can be involved in it, here's uh, the honest moderators that are going to that are going to be uh, you know fair and open and honest, and, and let's have a real debate for a change, right? Yeah, definitely. And, and versus the Commission on Presidential Debates, I was saying the League of Women Voters of State has perpetuated fraud on the American voters. So with six candidates, it allows five questions. I wanted to have at least five questions. And that's why I limited it to six candidates, because um, that's the reason I wanted to allow for at least five questions in a two hour uh, debate for our candidates. People cannot vote yet for the candidates they want. That's coming up in January. Is that right? 
Yes, in January, but you can sign up to register for our app at freeandequal.org. And we are raising funds. We're about halfway to our goal of 30000 Thanks to the interviews and Jimmy Dore and Russell Brand, we're almost at 15000 And that 30000 if people want to donate, will go towards production costs and venue. And furthermore, this is truly a movement, a people's movement built from the ground up. And we have turned down, I've turned down so much big money left and right that came with strings attached because this movement, this debate, this platform is not for sale. So I hope that Amen you support, to that. support us. Thank By you. the way, are you going to tell us who you would, you would want to be in the debate? We can throw out a few names for fun. No, as a moderator, you can throw out some names. I, I wish we could open it up to all 150 candidates. I want to hear from all of them. Unfortunately, that's just not the reality. But we are opening up our blockchain app where every single person uh, that's running for president will have a chance to be voted as the top six into our live debate this winter. Well, who so are your you're not candidates? Gonna, hold on. So let's be clear. You're not going to eliminate who you can choose. You can choose anyone who's running. Is that right? You can choose any one of the 150. We might have like half Republicans or all Libertarians or a couple yeah, who knows? the Democrats. Sheriff, what do you think of that, though? We the people want. get a vote on all the different options. They're not going to literally shut someone down before you even get a chance to be involved. How do you like that? Well, that's a unique situation. Uh, yeah, that's a very unique perspective. And uh, I think uh, I think every one of them deserves a chance to be heard. All right, there you Good have job. it. Who would you pick for your candidate, Sheriff Mack? Uh, for president? Yeah. Um, Christina, as a moderator, is trying to hold that. She wants to be as neutral as she can be, and I get it. I respect that. Well, at obviously, the same time, who would you throw out? I, I'm not obviously. I'm not familiar with everybody that's running. I, I would have not uh, guessed that, but I would say right now that I would be leaning towards the Constitution Party and the Libertarian Party uh, candidates. There you go. Uh, Constitution Party, uh, Libertarian Party, uh, Independent, I think is very fascinating, too, because RFK, JR, I would like to hear from him. I think the guy's brilliant. I think the guy brings some very unique details to the table. I don't agree with him on everything, but I agree with him on enough to say this guy has been proven that he, you can work with him. He's, he's had a view on something, and he's literally come to the table and said, you know what? I was wrong on the border. I went down and checked that sucker out, and man, I'm telling you, uh, we've got to deal with this thing. It wasn't as I thought. I like a person that's humble enough to openly just, you know what? I wasn't right on this. I, I can learn and grow. And uh, so I'd like to see him on the stage. I'd like to see Vivek Ramaswamy on the stage. I'll tell you who else I'd like to see on the stage. And I know some of these people aren't running. So, uh, you know, I guess the question becomes, can they get late in the game or whatever? I would like to see, believe it or not, Judge Roy Moore. Uh, now, I know he's not running, but that might change, right? What about people that aren't running that we might want to draft into running? Could this kick off a campaign for latecomers? Uh, ballot access uh, deadlines are really, uh, there's a couple of states, Arkansas and others, if you want to run as a Democrat for president at this point, you can't even, uh, uh, there's been deadlines that are already passing in several states. So, um, yeah, you can run, but you won't get the ballot access in all the states uh, for the primary. As an independent uh, for president, much larger ballot drive. For the Democrats, Republicans for president, it's only 25 to 50,000 signatures to get on the ballot. Uh, but it's still costly because signatures. See, that, that alone, world. Christina, uh, sorry to stop you. That alone to me smacks of fraud. What do you mean I only have to have 25 to 50,000 if I go as a quote, um, you know, elephant or whatever? 
or if I um, you know, want to be independent, I got to have 10 times more. This alone is problematic, right? Uh, well, more than 10 times alone. It's 938,000 signatures to run as an independent, and you have got to do it. So 50 times more Utah. for all intents and purposes. Yeah, and January 6th is the first deadline in Utah. And you will, if you're running as an independent, that, that's your first deadline. Otherwise, you're not going to get all 50 ballot, 51 ballot lines. 51? What does that mean? Well, 50 states plus D.C. Because of Puerto oh, Rico, those guys get a vote too. I think those guys ought to. Mm-hmm. I think those guys ought to only be able to vote for their own deal and not vote at all. I'm just teasing. I'm making a point about DC <laughs> trying to become a state. Of course, they should vote, but DC should not become a state. I'm just teasing to p- make sure people are listening. Uh, all right, uh, Christina, like can DC you stay, is its own world. <laughs> can you stay with me for a little longer? Sure, sure, I would love to. All right, stay there, Sheriff Richard Mack, Christina Tobin, and yours truly continue. On the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Corey Myers. Donald Trump Jr. testified once more in the civil fraud trial involving the Trump Organization in New York. Speaking on behalf of the defense, he attributed charges against his father to an overzealous attorney general. It doesn't feel like, you know, we're playing by the rules, we're playing by a one-sided system of justice. The Trump family accused of exaggerating their wealth to secure more favorable loan agreements. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries is indicating that Democrats may be open to backing the Republicans' temporary funding bill as a measure to avert a government shutdown scheduled for this Friday. Over the weekend, House Speaker Mike Johnson presented a controversial short-term plan aimed at extending government funding until February. In a letter sent yesterday to all House Democrats, Jeffries conveyed that they are actively reviewing the proposal put forth by by Republican leadership and engaging in discussions with fellow members. The House scheduled to consider Johnson's bill later this week. President Biden scheduled for an in-person meeting with Chinese President Xi Jinping in San Francisco tomorrow. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan told reporters yesterday that the two leaders will address some of the most fundamental elements in the relationship between Washington and Beijing. We're looking forward to a productive meeting. President Biden has a long history with President Xi. Their conversations are direct. They're straightforward. The restoration and reopening for the I-10 in downtown Los Angeles, which was damaged by a weekend fire, has not been officially determined. Los Angeles authorities are recommending commuters reconsider using public transit, explore alternative routes, or work from home until the affected section of the I-10 becomes operational again. This is USA News. I'd like to introduce you to our new sponsor, Get the Tea. Get the Tea carries all natural, non-GMO organic teas and supplements made in the USA. Get the Tea's ingredients are the purest available. My favorite is Life Change Tea. Life Change Tea is a gentle daily cleanse containing 12 herbs that when combined really keep things moving. I drink it every day and my energy has never been better. I'm feeling great. Life Change Tea comes in three delicious flavors, natural, peppermint, and pomegranate. It's an easy and delicious way to keep your digestion on track. And for those on the go, try D365. D365 is Life Change Tea in a capsule. 
drink the tea or take D365 capsules and keep your digestion running smoothly. Go to GetTheTea.com and enter discount code USA to get 10% off any size order. That's GetTheTea.com, discount code USA for 10% off your order. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Christina Tobin with us, founder and chair of Free and Equal. That's A-N-D, freeandequal.org, doing a phenomenal job. They're putting together their own debates happening in February. If you go to freeandequal.org, you can go ahead and sign up and register. I just did that myself, by the way. Uh, And you can then submit your top six candidates for who you want to be in the debates. There's 150 candidates running now. Some of the people I said aren't running, but I'd like to see Vivek Ramaswamy, RFK JR, uh, a few of those people uh, debate. You're going to have Christina Tobin uh, as one of the moderators. You're also going to have Jimmy Dore as one of the moderators for this incredible. You can also submit a question, and they're going to basically consolidate and put together five questions. This is going to be incredible. There's two things, Christina, that I wanted to keep you over the break to respond to from your website, which I think is just tremendous. First one says this, support free and equal to push corporate funding out of our politics. Amen to that. You want to respond to that one? Oh, I'm glad you saw that. It is just money is, I mean, I've learned from G. Edward Griffin, the expert on the monetary reserve. My father worked for the Federal Reserve for nine years and quit one year shy of a lifelong pension and uh, worked nationwide to fight against tax increases for 45 years. And so with G. Edward Griffin and ending the Fed and it creating, you know, created by banksters and all, Money is just the root of all evil. Yes, it's a tool, but what it has done to control our politics and debates and dialogue and conversation, you know, you can go into the Rockefeller and Rothschild, you can go to Vanguard and BlackRock if you want to dive as deeper, deeper in different realms and the housing. Just shame on the system for creating this needless chaos to fill their their pockets, you know, of Amen to that. lifestyles at the expense of beyond the middle class people, the people in Palestine, the people in Israel, the people in Russia, the people in Ukraine. Like we are going to stand united. There are more of us than there are of them. And money is not controlling this debate. It is not. There are no strings attached. I have done it over and over again, turned down in the millions of dollars and so on, because this is a debate for the people and Jimmy Dore, Russell Brand, you and Richard Mack, your platforms uh, are really the ones that are building this debate to bring it to the masses on all levels. So uh, thank you for reading reading that. I'm very passionate about that topic and uh, really excited to bring a debate that the people uh, want questions to be asked about war and and the prison system, and should we decriminalize drugs? And I mean, Amen you know, to all those environmental. Questions. I, mean, I so have one question I want you to write down and see if it makes it into the debate. Are you ready? Should we pardon Assange? What is it? Uh, nope, it's one question. It's kind of an open ended question, but it's this If you could shut down any unconstitutional government agency, which one would it be and why? That's a great question. That's a great question. I mean, yeah, because so if you get all six candidates shutting down different agencies, <laughs> we might get somewhere, huh? <laughs> yeah, 
the hardest one is choosing one. I, I think that's the hardest part of the question. So, um, but thanks. I hope you submitted the question online. We do plan to have, uh, we, we're gearing up to do a poll for the people to decide at least two of the five questions. And I want to leave the other three questions to the moderators because, you know, they have a stake in it as well, Jimmy Dorn. Hopefully Joe Rogan, whoever else the third co-moderator is. But um, I really love that question. Thank you so much. Yeah, the other que- the other question that I would say is this: um, How would you end the Federal Reserve? Because look, every problem that we've got in America, you can point back to dishonest money at the core. So how would you end the Federal Reserve? And that puts them on record to end it and tell you how they would do it, or they have to say they wouldn't, right? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, the monetary system in 1913 created, signed in Woodrow Wilson, and that created the income tax, funding the war. Shame on the banksters. It's not federal. It's independent. Shame on all the banksters and what they did. And why I also support alternative currency. I mean, the Federal Reserve money is made out of thin air, fractional reserves. So let's have Bitcoin. Let's have all different types of uh, monetary. Let's have competition. It is very healthy. So uh, I'm all for that, and ending the Fed uh, is definitely, Dr. Ron Paul said it right, is, is definitely seems to be at the best interest of the people, but uh, let the candidates decide. I think most that are going to gravitate towards our debate are going to be down with ending the Fed. All right, there you have it. Uh, Sheriff Mack, a final question from you, and then I got one last point I want to bring up uh, about Kristen and the incredible work she's doing. Sheriff? Well, Christina, it's uh, it's been an amazing, what, last I don't know how long I've known you. Close to the 15, 15 years you've been years. doing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We said so, it right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, but, uh, and you're right. Uh, Michael Badnerik was an amazing constitutional yeah. instructor. Uh, and um, most people need that education. And I would say that was, uh, is something that should be required of every candidate running for office. They should have to take a constitutional test. But regardless, um, I appreciate the work that you've been doing. Uh, I, I, I am serious about being a part of any uh, uh, a moderator or being part of any of these that you've done. I've been to several in the past. Uh, and uh, although it's been quite a while, as I alluded to when you first got on the show today. So uh, thanks for the work you're doing. And uh, thank you so much uh, for uh, your dedication to this holy cause of liberty uh oh and by the way mine would be easy it would be the irs and you alluded to that ah, there you go the irs has got to go it's such an illegal uh bully it's all based on bullying and and, and intimidation so it's a target rich uh, environment that, that's for sure sheriff and that's why the questioning is so interesting to see i want to know and you'd get rid of it and why would you get rid of it uh, and, you know, Sheriff Mack would say, because the IRS is the only one that's just so literally abusive, armed to the teeth, just kicking in doors and going crazy against the American people, fl- clearly unconstitutional criminal activity, to say the least. One of the things about Michael Badnerik, just to kind of um, end this, the late Michael Badnerik, if he were running for president and he were in the debate, his slogan, Kristen, uh, would be, um, don't hurt me, don't take my stuff. That's my candidacy pledge. Uh, I'll just make sure nobody hurts you and takes your stuff, right? 
That's yeah, what I he used to say lot. all the time. I've, I've learned I've learned so much from Michael and from you, Sheriff Matt, that I feel and, and I I just know in my heart when we get the right people elected, what you gentlemen taught me is to get back to the origin of the Constitution. We arguably need to cut that government 70, 80 or whatnot percent. And uh, as we get the right people in office, I do see blockchain ledger shifting the power from the federal state to local level where people can self-govern themselves. And I do see these 150 people running for office. I'm going to be asking all of them to run for Congress in 2026. And Sheriff Mack, I want to humbly invite you and your wife to be uh, at the debate. We have 150 seats only uh, for the live debate this winter. I would love for you and your wife to be in the audience and uh, explore the opportunity of working down the road and moderator and our political correspondents. We're going to have a lot of slots to fill and activate when we need those constitutional sheriffs uh, through the United We Stand tour. Because your practice of being able to, to practice peace and conversation, Sheriff Mack, and your case in the early 90s against Hillary Clinton, I feel made a huge change during a lockdown year where the sheriffs who came to my shop here in little town of Cambria, California, where I had a sign saying mask are optional, came in and were supportive of that. And to, to not have them controlled by the federal government, I believe because of your case in 91, I'm just going by memory now, uh, had a, such a pivotal po positive change uh, in this lockdown not being nearly as negative, of course it was in many ways, as what it could have been because of your case. So thank you, Sheriff Mack, for making such a positive change and having all these sheriffs ready to unite for a true independent movement. Be ready in 2025 and 2026 to ignite them. Richard. All right, Kristen, this is interesting, too. Uh, I appreciate all that you do. If you keep me in the loop, we'll make sure that you appear on our radio show that I do called Liberty Roundtable Live, but we also do, do a TV show on Bridie on TV called The Sheriff Mac Show. When we get you back, we'll put you on TV as well. Speaking of TV, ladies and gentlemen, did you know that there's free and equal TV? That's right. Tell us about it, Kristen. Oh, there, there is. It's Christina, by the way, but hey, people call me Christy, Kristen. Um, but uh, it's freeandequal.tv will be broadcasting the presidential debate. And of course, Rumble and other entities, Pacifica Radio, uh, we're reaching out to Elon Musk, Musk and Twitter. Might I add, Nexus.io, our blockchain app is coded by, sorry, blockchain app is coded by Nexus.io. Colin Cantrell, his dad, co-founded VP of SpaceX with Elon Musk. So we're in great hands with the blockchain app. But the freeandequal.tv is going to uh, broadcast the presidential debate. And as we build off the series and the tour, um, that reality, uh, reality television is going to turn into real live uh, television on the ground as we tour whether it's through buses or possibly trains. like It's crazy, like in the music and United We Stand. And so there's more information on our detail about on our website about that uh, for the long-term vision. But, yeah, the, web, the, the debate will be broadcasted at freeandequal.tv. Uh, we'll have you back soon, Christina. Thank you so much for all that you oh. do. Keep <laughs> us in the loop, and we'll help all we can. Thank you, Sam and Richard. Have a beautiful rest of your day. God bless uh, you. All right, skip the break. We've got too much to cover, ladies and gentlemen. Just dump the break. I just got to do it. Now, listen, Sheriff Mack, I want to end on this topic. I'm switching gears a little bit, but I think it's absolutely related. The truth about January 6th. Believe it or not, Glenn Beck and the Blaze did a video piece on this. Uh, Liz, it's in the folder there. Um, and this is incredible because we've told you that they weren't telling you the truth about things and that they were lying to you at the government level. The FBI, the Justice Department, the Capitol Police, they were all lying. Ray Epps 
literally is in your face, whispering in people's ears and breaching the Capitol, and they're literally protecting Ray Epps. We don't know why. We don't know who he works for or how, but no one's really even investigating that at all, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so this is serious, serious business. Um, and <coughs> let's see. I don't have the right clip in the folder for Liz is the problem. So she's saying, which clip, Sam? Because she doesn't see it because, you know what, I'm, I screwed up and didn't give it to her is the problem. Sheriff, but this is really interesting, though. Um, we're, we have more evidence about government officials lying. Uh, Sheriff Mack, let's have you respond to that, and then I'll get this clip ready. The, the, the politicians are lying? No, the government bureaucrats, the, the, the people that in, in the police force and everything are lying. Well, of course. I, I mean, they're bureaucrats, and uh, they they have their own agendas, and they have their own assignments. And uh, you, you, can, you can go right down every... Uh, law enforcement agency within the federal government and you could make uh, obviously a case that every one of them uh, are uh, corrupt and that they are part of the election fraud and look look at everything the FBI did during uh, the election and the bogus uh, FISA warrants and uh, the, the the involvement that they uh, we're making sure that Hunter Biden's uh, laptop and his subterfuge and his money laundering. Uh, and uh, Sam, how about his painting alone? His paintings were nationally advertised as money laundering. You could not know who was paying $500,000 for one of his amazing paintings, which <laughs> were Hey, that's no problem. You know, when you're above the law, Sheriff, yeah. what do you expect? Exactly. Well, exactly. But it was all related to uh, election fraud. The FBI withheld information politically uh, and criminally so that uh, Biden would win. And, Amen and to that. that uh, and, and so this this has just gone on and on and on in so many different avenues. Sam, these these has these, this election fraud has so many different fingers, but it, most of the fingers lead back to Washington D.C. and the corruption there, and the You're corruption right about of that. Uh, so here's these the deal: agencies. they never investigated election integrity issues like the law demands them to. Look, Congress has to look into this before they certify the elections. They literally use January 6th as a pretext to jettison their responsibility. Shame on Congress. This is the biggest evidence I have of fraud. Why would they not do what they were supposed to do just because some bad actors took place? Well, now we find the government is covering up and lying about those bad actors. Here's the details. Glenn Beck did this expose. Listen to it, and we'll talk about it. Did Pelosi security chief perjure himself in the Oath Keepers trial? Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes has been sentenced to 18 years in prison. The Oath Keepers are extremists who promote a wide range of conspiracy theories and sought to act as a private paramilitary force for Donald Trump. The one thing that the government was absolutely intent upon doing was not allowing anything that painted the Oath Keepers in a positive light. These are videos that were never released to the defense attorneys.
The U.S. Capitol Police Special Agent David Lazarus saying that the violence that the rioters brought to the Capitol never ended for many of us. The trauma had reached into our homes, our personal lives, and our loved ones. The story in the testimony from Special Agent, now this is Capitol Police Special Agent David Lazarus, when he heard the gunshot. Yeah, at 243, 244, 1443 hours. that he was down in the tunnels escorting senators to the other Senate uh, right. office buildings. And that's quite a, quite a long distance away from the House chamber. The Capitol Police officer assigned to the protective detail of then House Speaker Nancy Pelosi on January 6th appears to have given false testimony about his whereabouts. We tracked him all the way through the tunnels. They uh, essentially created a script for him and put him in a place with a tale to tell that never happened. He was then shown in court a video clip of four Oath Keepers standing in front of Dunn. Lazarus was asked, are these the individuals you observed? Yes, yes. At any point in these three or four interactions in this space, did you observe any sort of anything but antagonistic conversation? No, that's correct. He said this under oath. In great detail, he describes what he saw. It just did not happen. It couldn't have happened because he was a half a mile away in another part of the building. Sheriff Mack, there you go. Literally, this guy perjured himself. They got it caught on video with timestamps to prove he flat out lied in court. Uh, my question to you is, when we have evidence about January the 6th, where Congress didn't do their job to investigate election integrity issues, where you now have an insurrection proven by these liars in government, uh, where you have the FBI, the Justice Department, the Capitol Police all in bed on this to attack the current at the time, now former president of the United States of America, Donald Trump, uh, and you have this situation, what do we do? You got Joe Biden? Hunter Biden literally involved in a pay-to-play scheme. We have evidence of that. Jim Jordan says he has the hard evidence, the money trail, and everything else. So you have literally criminals with hard evidence. Now, I'm not against due process and transparency, but I am saying, at what point do you arrest Joe Biden? At what point do you arrest the person that shot Ashley Babbitt in cold blood? She was unarmed, not a threat in any way, and he murdered her. Okay, and now you've got this Capitol Police guy that literally flat out lied and said he was somewhere that he wasn't and that he saw things that he didn't in court. Sheriff Mack, this is beyond the pale in terms of accountability here. They claim we bring these things up without evidence. What more evidence do you want, sir? Yeah, that's exactly what I would be asking, Sam. Uh, first of all, uh, arresting the president, uh, so the so-called president, uh, Biden, uh, the occupant of the White House, he definitely is that. Uh, but I would say first and foremost that th there needs to be a fair and impartial criminal investigation against him. And who on earth would you ask to conduct such an investigation? Because there's no one in the federal government that's trustworthy, and the Justice Department is pretty much owned by the main suspect, Joe Biden. And, and so uh, if I were sheriff and needing uh, an independent investigation, I would ask for a neighboring county sheriff to do so, maybe one not, that's not even neighboring, maybe one from the other side of the state to where there's no geographical or relationship uh, getting in the way. And, and so uh, I, would, I would definitely ask for an in independent investigation 
uh, and that means somebody from outside Washington, D.C. Now, now they do uh, uh, private investigations or or uh, what is it when they hire an attorney to look into uh, corruption in Washington, D.C.? Uh, Kenneth Starr was one for uh, for uh, Clinton. Yeah, the, the prosecutor what, uh, is what they call him. Uh, I can't what remember the term it? that they use. Yeah. An inquiry. Um, yeah, independent investigation anyway uh, is what it is. Uh, and so I don't know if Washington, D.C. would be able to get outside Washington, D.C. enough to conduct a, a criminal investigation. Uh, the only time they do that is against Trump, and and these are such bogus, ridiculous charges against Trump. Uh, you know, n- no one, no they one. They call cares. it independent and counsel, sheriff. Sorry, independent independent counsel. counsel. There you go. Yeah, yeah, and they're going to need that. But I would say go outside of Washington D.C. and find uh, an independent investigation. And I would I would pick uh, a handful of sheriffs nationwide to work together. And if current sheriffs can't do it because they're busy and they have jobs, uh, I would do it with former sheriffs. And, and yeah, but you so, know what? They uh, can do it, though. You just look at Joe Arpaio's example. You use your sheriff's posse. You have investigators that are donating their time and getting paid a little bit of, um, you know, to cover the cost and the different things. Uh, yeah. Joe Arpaio did an investigation of the birth certificate issue, proved that it was a fraudulent birth yeah. certificate. Forget where yeah, he, um, Obama he investigated was born, the president. But he did yeah. that. Uh, with his staff primarily, and he then vetted and reviewed everything that his staff brought him. It can be done by these sheriffs, regardless if they have a lot of, um, you know, ability or time or availability or dollars. It can happen very easily. The proof is in the pudding. That's what the sheriff's posses are for. Now, the video started out and said, oh, my gosh, uh, Stuart Rhodes was going to be this paramilitary uh, private group for the president. That's There's no such thing, Sheriff. The president can call on the American people to stand to defend uh, the proper role of limited government and protecting the, the government anytime he wants to, can't he? Yeah, yeah, he can. Um, no, no question about that. But who, who though, would investigate the president? And, and especially well, Congress, in today's atmosphere. Congress is supposed corrupted. to investigate the president. The problem is you can't trust Congress. Because Congress no, is the one that de- was all, derelict in their duty for January the 6th, and Congress is the one that should be bringing accountability if there was Capitol Police problems uh, well, look in at the what, first Look place, at what right? Congress did do. Well, yeah, but look what Congress did do. They got about 10 enemies of the president to do a criminal hearing on Trump. On Trump. And what they did is, supposedly, we were against uh, all white male jurors uh, back at the turn of the century and in the 40s and 50s and 60s, and we got rid of that sort of thing. You can't have just all white male jurors going after, especially a black American uh, defendant. And it had to be fair that the, the jury pool represent the population uh, of the of the county. But no. When they go after Trump, they literally pick every one of the president's main enemies, both Democrats and Republicans, not one person on his side, to uh, examine the so-called evidence against Donald Trump. And so we had 
Liz Cheney and Adam Schiff and, you know, ridiculous people like this that are supposedly being fair. And, and that's another thing that Sarah Sidner brought up to me about CNN. Well, what do you think about the evidence against the president that's going on right now? And I said, what a joke. What a joke. I thought we got rid of uh, jurors that are handpicked to go against the the, the defendant. And, and I said, why would anybody feel comfortable with that and support? Why would anybody support that? And why would you support something like that? Especially you, you're uh, a black American. Remember, we got rid of that sort of thing. That was one of the things that we fought for in civil rights, to get rid of that sort of thing. And now you do it towards Trump and it's just fine. So this whole thing is uh, the biggest sham there ever was. Corruption in Washington, D.C., is so ubiquitous and so ingrained and such such a cultural phenomenon in Washington D.C. that they don't they, they don't even recognize it as being a problem anymore. You can see that with Biden, the way he talks about uh, and the lies that he tells, and it's just it's just part of the game. It's it's part of what happens there, and that's why I don't hold anything out uh, for any hope out for washington dc all right it just came out late breaking news speaker mike johnson just endorsed donald trump for president he just did what endorsed donald trump for president oh he did yep wow as far as i understand very interesting wow, indeed wow. ladies and gentlemen this is shaping up to be crazy town but i'd like to see donald trump RFKJR, Vivek Ramaswamy. I'd like to see all those people in a debate for sure. And I wonder if Donald might agree to a debate with Christina Tobin and crew where they don't have all these bogus restrictions that play games uh, about you'll endorse the candidate regardless if there's election fraud. You'll do this, you'll do that. And Donald was like, no, nope, not doing that. It's bogus. But I wonder if he would participate in a fair, open, honest, transparent debate. Well, I think Vivek, if you will. I think Vivek's uh, uh, assertion at the debate was very unique and powerful as far as i'm concerned he won hands down no question that was the best thing ever amen to that sheriff mac you and i'll keep on the election issues we're never letting that go ladies and gentlemen this is one of the most quintessential discussions we need to have that and the right to keep and bear arms uh you know the sheriffs can get involved in some meaningful incredible powerful ways and that's what we at the cspoa do we want you to join the constitutional sheriffs and peace officers association it's your funding that helps us do all of our work become a member today cspoa.org sheriff thank you so much sir we'll have you back in chat soon as you gear up for the posse in a couple of hours thank you sam see you soon there he goes, Sheriff Mack doing a phenomenal job, ladies and gentlemen. I am reporting for, what, Christina Tobin, Sheriff David A. Clark Jr., the good Sheriff Richard Mack, and yours truly on your radio and TV. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. God save the Republic of the United States of America. America.